What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So let's jump right into it and go through what we saw on Monday night. I will definitely say the story of the day was O'Neill Cruz in Pittsburgh. So the Pirates had a fun game on Monday night where they got to see O'Neill Cruz back up in the major leagues, made his 2022 debut. You know, he had a cup of coffee last year. And just a couple innings into the game, he absolutely dazzled and showed off all his allowed tools. I mean, just three innings into the game, this dude had registered the the fastest infield throw we've seen in the MLB this season, the fastest exit velocity by a Pirates batter this season, and also the fastest sprint speed of any Pirates player this season. I mean, this guy is a tool shed. He's an elite prospect, and he put all those tools on display. I mean, we're talking, we just saw, you know, three, three plus tools right there from O'Neill Cruz. Cruz was great. He was two for five with four RBIs playing shortstop. You know, we talked about him being a six foot seven shortstop. You know, that throw where he threw across the diamond on a backhand was 96.7 miles an hour. And I was thinking of making a TikTok about this. Uh, I might be a little late to the party because, you know, it happened and everyone already kind of saw it. But what really impressed me about this throw is that, you know, he gets this backhand and it's a short arm action. It's not like it's a, it's not one of those big crow hops that you get and then someone just kind of fires it with a bunch of shuffle steps. This is a very smooth, natural throw across the diamond and he's actually just trying to get the out, but that shows legitimate arm strength. It means he has way more left in the tank. I mean, that's kind of scary. That's kind of scary, but he fired that thing over there. I mean, it's it's the it's the hardest throw we've seen across the diamond this year by any infielder. I mean, he was trying to stretch in the third inning. He was trying to stretch a double into a triple. Got thrown out at third. But I mean, we're seeing some pretty crazy stuff from this guy. So the Pirates won this game by a score of 12-1. They they won this debut. But I mean, you know, the Pittsburgh Pirates have been picking at the top of the draft for several years now, and you know, it's 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 about time that we start seeing them be rewarded for that. I don't want to say rewarded for tanking, but you know, you kind of see some of those players make their way up to the big leagues. And, you know, O'Neill Cruz obviously was drafted as an international free agent, but, you know, it's the rebuild finally starting to starting to show show some results. He was not the only one. There is another player, Bly Madras. I hope I'm, I'm pronouncing that correct. He made his big league debut, 26-year-old outfielder. He's from, you know, he, he grew up in the Las Vegas metro area. He made his big league debut. And his father is from... Palau, a small island nation in the West Pacific. So that make that made Madras the first Palauan player in MLB history, which is pretty cool. That's that's really cool. So he made his big league debut, had three hits in his debut. I mean, a lot of great things to see for the Pittsburgh Pirates yesterday from their young players. You know, just had a weekend where Jack Sawinski had three home runs on Father's Day, and you have Bly Madras. O'Neill Cruz going off on Monday. And then uh, you know JT Brubaker, six shutout innings with five strikeouts. They beat the Cubs 12-1 in Pittsburgh. If we head to Tampa Bay, the Yankees got their 50th win of the season already. In in June, in late June, they have 50 wins already. 
They beat the Tampa Bay Rays by a score of 4-2. They were led by their guy, Garrett Cole, with 7 and 3rd innings of one-run ball with 12 strikeouts. It was a bit of a pitcher's duel. Shane McClanahan was on the other side. He threw six innings with one run ball, eight strikeouts. He was really good too. But the Yankees eke out this win. You know, they they'll beat anyone. They're 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 really good. I mean, the Yankees and Mets are the best team teams in baseball right now. Speaking of the Mets, they won their 45th game. Not quite as many as New York. Sorry, as the Yankees, but they shut out the Marlins six nothing in New York. And, uh, you know, Brandon Nimmo set the tone at the top of the order, going three for five on the day. And, you know, David Peterson was a starting pitcher, five and a third, seven punch outs for him. On the other side, though, I want to say something that's caught my eye is Trevor Rogers has taken a bit of a step back. You know, he was a rookie last year, seems to have maybe he's in a bit of a sophomore slump. So he pitched decently. I mean, it was five innings with three earned runs, seven strikeouts. I'm pretty sure that's considered a quality start. But on the season, Trevor Rogers has a bloated ERA, folks. He's up at a 5.83, not nearly what we saw from him in his all-star season last year. But hopefully, he'll correct things and be back to dealing because last year he was he was lights out. If we move to San Diego, the Padres still hold the second place spot in the NL West. They are without Manny Machado. For the time being, hoping he can avoid an IL stint. So in the meantime, they called up CJ Abrams. They brought him back up to the big leagues, you know, after Abrams started the year with the team. They promoted him, you know, right before opening day, and then they sent him down because he kind of looks looked look lost. And he's been raking down in the minors. He's he's been in AAA and he's been putting up really big numbers. I mean, 314 with seven homers and 28 RBIs during his time with the El Paso Chihuahua. So he's up in the major leagues now, hoping he can stick around this time, hoping he's not going to be as overmatched as he was first go-around. So he was playing shortstop, starting for the Padres on Monday night. Padres beat the D-backs by a score of 4-1. And then if we head to Atlanta, Jock Peterson and the Giants were in Atlanta. I say Jock Peterson because he returned to Atlanta, where he obviously was a big part of that World Series win last year. And the Braves defeated SF 2-1. You know, they've won, I think that's 16 of the last 18 games. Atlanta really did their thing. I want to give a shout-out to Michael Harris II, who's playing center field for the Braves right now. He was called up from the minors just, I think, a couple weeks ago. He was 3-for-3 out of the 9-hole now. I mean, his numbers are looking pretty solid here in the very early going. He only has 81 at-bats, but he's hitting 346 with a 949 OPS and 3 bombs. Looking really comfortable there in center field for the Atlanta Braves. So what do we have in store for Tuesday night? Looks like the rest of the league will be in action. There were a lot of teams off on Monday, but you have a full slate of games. Pick your team, watch them play. And I'll be watching some Red Sox Tigers, probably checking in on Mets and Astros. That's a series I want to check out and that's happening in Houston. So that's going to be a fun one. But that's going to do it for today, folks. If you enjoyed this, Please share with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.